1: If day in and day out, we would begin to discipline ourselves to be focused on the eternal, you know, we're fixing our eyes on the unseen. Lord, what do you, what's on your plan for me today? Lord, would you guide me? Would you show me? And if I'm beginning to be distracted somehow, Lord, as I'm fulfilling the the responsibilities that I have at work and at home and, and everything else, Lord, just don't let me be consumed by it to the point that I miss the little things that you have for me along the way. An athlete running a race should always keep
0: his eyes and attention on the finish line. A Christian can never afford to lose track of our eternal destiny with God. In today's message, Pastor Robert will share how an ever-present eternal perspective can fill our daily lives and routine tasks with meaning and wonder. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message.
1: You know, when you're looking around, it usually doesn't take too long to identify the people who are serious about their relationship with Christ, and, and you know they're not about themselves; they're not focused on themselves. They're they're focused on just serving the Lord Jesus, being faithful to Him, and being a blessing to the people around them. And that's really their their agenda. Doesn't take usually doesn't take too long to spot them you see them they get out in front of others not because they want to be visible and want to be seen but it's just that even if nobody else is going this is i know my direction here god has told me what to do and where to do it and i'm going to be faithful you realize they're in the word i mean this is a person that that they're praying and i you know i remember when brian showed up here the guy was just a standout but for the simple reason that it was quickly apparent that he was genuine I remember him coming up and asking me how he could pray for me. And and I knew, I knew, after just a few minutes' conversation with him, that he wasn't looking for dirt on the pastor. He was sincere. He was going to spend time in prayer for me every day as his pastor. He didn't just want to know stuff. He wanted to be able to pray. And then I began to realize, I'd, I'd hear little things, that. He and Betty, his wife, were meeting with this person just to be a help to him. Just, you know, they knew that this person had a need, and so they're they're trying to meet the need, you know, helping out with this one and with this one over, and just quietly in the background, doing whatever it was the Lord wanted them to be doing, setting an example for others to follow, not making a big fuss about it, but leading, leading the way. And in these churches, Paul. And Barnabas started looking around. Who are the men who are going to be about the Lord's business no matter what? Okay, then, folks, you can look to Joseph over here, because Joseph is following Jesus. And and Joseph, you need to understand now, they're going to be looking to you. But then, it's interesting, he makes it clear, Paul makes it clear, that they were commended to Christ, not to the leadership. In other words, they were were looking to the Lord. In 1 Corinthians 3, another section, he writes, he's confronting the church at Corinth, and he says, Brethren, I couldn't speak to you as spiritual people, but as to carnal. I had to talk to you as fleshly babes in Christ. I fed you with milk, not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it, and even now you're not able. For you're still carnal, for where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? You know, one of the things that I've learned the hard way is that what James says later is true. If there's envy present, every evil thing is there. And Paul says to this bunch, he's like, you know, you're envying each other. You're behaving like mere men. Verse 4, for when one says, I'm of Paul, and another, I'm of Apollos, Are you not carnal? He's like, is that not stupid? And the answer, of course, is yeah. We start comparing speakers. Oh, this guy's a much better teacher. Come on. It's not supposed to be about that. It's supposed to be about him. And if today he has you in this place listening to this speaker, you're supposed to be listening for the voice of the Holy Spirit. That's who you're supposed to be taught by anyway one of the most profoundly impacting church services I ever attended. The Lord spoke to me from the text that the pastor read, and I didn't hear another word the guy said for the next half hour because God was dealing with me. He was just dealing with me. It's what moved me to Miami. And it wasn't because this man was eloquent. Like I said, I don't remember anything the man taught at that service that night. But I remember the Word of God, the passage of Scripture that that he read. I never tried to commit it to memory, but I ended up memorizing it because the Lord spoke to me so powerfully through that passage. And Paul is confronting. He says, verse 5 of 1 Corinthians chapter 3, Who then is Paul, and who is Apollos, but ministers, in other words, servants through whom you've believed, as the Lord gave, to each one, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. Going back to the Book of Acts, you know, we're told he's, he's he, Paul understands. This is not about me. I don't have to stay here and build these people up. They belong to Jesus. He's going to build them up. He's told me to move on, so I'm moving on. He's told me to designate some people who will take responsibility to facilitate what God wants to do in the lives of these other people. So we've done that and now Lord, they're yours. Take care of them. That's all that means. He commended them to Christ. God, all right, we've done what you asked us to do and we just, you know, we're going to move on now and we know you're going to take care of them and 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 folks, you need to be looking to him cuz we're out of here. See you. And that's what took place there. Do you realize that it is Almighty God who is working in your life. It is a living Christ who's involved in your day-to-day circumstances. And He wants to be more involved. How can He be more involved? Well, if you'll pay closer attention, He'll be more involved. I'd be willing to bet... And I say this, please don't misunderstand what I'm about to say because we're all human and we're all so easily distracted. And therefore, we all miss so many opportunities that he gives us in our day to day environment, you know, where he, man, he would use you to do so many more things if you were paying attention a little bit more closely. If you were a little bit less focused on the sack of dirt and your present physical circumstances, do you understand what I mean? If day in and day out we would begin to discipline ourselves to be focused on the eternal, you know, we're fixing our eyes on the unseen. Lord, what do you? What's on your plan for me today, Lord? Would you guide me? Would you show me? And if I'm beginning to be distracted. Somehow, Lord, as I'm fulfilling the the responsibilities that I have at work and at home and, and everything else, Lord, just don't let me be consumed by it to the point that I miss the little things that you have for me along the way. The little divine appointments that are incorporated into the responsibilities. Don't let me miss those, Lord. I want to bear fruit that lasts forever. I'm willing to go through whatever I have to go through if it means that the outcome, the fruit in my life, will be permanent. I mean, think about it. You know, there's permanent, and then there's permanent. What an opportunity to be changed by the living God. Sowing, watering, harvesting. You know, the question that I have for you today, the question that that I, I want you to have for Him, is what is my role? What is my role? Paul talks about, you know, in 1 Corinthians 12, the body of Christ. Each one of us is a member of His body on earth. You're a finger, a toe, an ear, an eye. You're designed to fit somewhere and to do something. You have a role. You you have a place. There are things He wants you to be about for Him. Do you know where you fit in? Are you focused on it? Are you playing your part? Remembering that He wants nothing from you. All about giving to you. His love is the main thing. His
0: love is the main thing. Main Thing Radio is the daily radio ministry of Robert Fountain senior pastor of Calvary Chapel in Miami Beach, Florida. Robert is currently teaching through the book of Acts. This book is grand central station for how the church should function today. In it, we see the fledgling first century church learn what it means to walk in the new covenant that Jesus provided. Now here's Tracy with some information about how you can connect with us online.
1: Most of us use Facebook and Twitter at least once a day. Please check out our Facebook and Twitter page. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the links. You can find information on everything that's happening at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Again, to like our Facebook page and subscribe to our Twitter feed, log on to MainThingRadio.com.
0: Thanks for that information, Tracy. We do encourage you to visit MainThingRadio.com for all of our social media links. We'd like to ask that you prayerfully consider making a secure donation to help support the ongoing expansion of Main Thing Radio. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. And don't forget to join us again, same time, same place, as Pastor Robert continues through the Book of Acts, right here on Main Thing Radio.